This is Jim Pruitt, and you listen to another episode of the Farm So Hard podcast. So I farm so hard, the employees want to find me, and then want to hire me. What's 100K to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Farm so hard, this ain't easy. Working late nights, you best believe me. My grades can only go ace. Never want to see another B unless I'm Jay-Z. Farm so hard, let's get paid. What's good, fam? It's your host, Jim Pruitt, a.k.a. Farm D and the ED, and I'm bringing you another episode of the Farm So Hard podcast. Today is going to be a short one, guys. This is going to be our Pharmacy Friday Pearl, our five-minute episode, where today we're going to talk about ACE inhibitor-induced angioedema. The overall prevalence of ACE inhibitor angioedema is pretty low, at about less than 1%. However, it does make up the vast majority of visits to the ED for angioedema. ACE inhibitor angioedema is caused by the breakup of bradykinin, which leads to an increased vascular permeability and the release of substance P resulting in vasodilation and fluid extravasation into the tissue. Now notice, I didn't say anything about histamine release. So when thinking of a pathos standpoint, those agents are not going to work for bradykinin-induced angioedema. Now granted, angioedema from ACE inhibitors can incur at any time. The vast majority of the cases happen within the first month of therapy, but there's been case reports of years of therapy and had an ACE inhibitor-induced angioedema. Now, the risk factors for ACE inhibitor angioedema include female sex, African-American race, chronic heart failure, coronary artery disease, history of smoking, and contaminant use of DPP-4 inhibitors. So we have a few pharmacologic agents that we can use, FFP, acanabant, and transemic acid. FFP, we can use two to four units of it, and it can be given IV and have an on of about two hours. FFP is pretty cool because it actually contains the ACE enzyme. But one thing to look out for is that most shops don't have FFP already ready to go, and it takes about 30 to 45 minutes to thaw and process once it's ordered. Icanaban is going to be given at 30 milligrams sub-Q and have an onset about two hours. One thing to look out for is the fact that the average wholesale price is about $4,500 per dose. So keep that in mind for your patients. And most shops probably won't have it stocked and ready to go. So you may have to dig deep if you're absolutely gung-ho on using this agent. And for TXA, we're going to use that one gram dose given IV. And you can start seeing an onset in about two hours. And most shops are going to have this and there shouldn't be any issues from a compatibility standpoint because it's going to be compatible with NS, D5, and LR. So let's go over and look at the studies. Bass and colleagues did an RCT of 27 patients that randomized patients to receive Icanabent versus prednisolone and somacidine. And what it found was that they had a time to complete symptom resolution of eight hours in a cannabis group compared to 27 hours in a prednisolone group. And that the time to onset of symptom release was two hours in a cannabis group compared to 11 hours. Striking colleagues did an RCT of 33 patients looking at cannabis versus placebo and didn't find a difference in time to resolution or the amount of swelling over time between the placebo and a cannabis. Next, looking at a larger study that was done by certain colleagues, looked at 121 patients and they randomized them to receive Icanabet versus placebo. And there was no difference to time to meeting discharge criteria between the two groups. So there's been a ton of case reports that's been out there 
about four that I attached to the show notes for you guys to see. But overall, what they found was that two to four units of FFP was given after they've tried all the other uh, antihistamines and corticosteroids and epi. And they found that those patients start to have resolution of their symptoms within two hours after FFP administration. And some of the patients actually got extubated after they gave them FFP. Actually looking at TXA, it was one large case series of 33 patients that looked at using TXA as a first-line agent. And what they found was that 81% of patients achieved significant improvement following TXA. And about 40% of them experienced symptom improvement within one hour of giving TXA. And there's a few other case reports and case series that showed that improvement in speech within 30 minutes and complete resolution of symptoms at two hours. So very interesting. I know a few guys are going to use this first line and for ACE inhibitor angioedema. And I necessarily can't say we have a ton of evidence to support using any of these agents, but that's the data that we have. So definitely check the show notes out. Go over to pharmacyfraudlypearls.com to look at this in more detail to have an entire module set up for this. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Farm So Heart Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Definitely support us that way, guys. It really helps us out tremendously. And as I always say, you don't have to work in ED. You don't even have to be a pharmacist, but everything you do. Make sure you farm so hard. So do I. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably remember where I put it. Thanks very much for helping me look. Tap in. Just made an effort drip before you know you need it. And we for the team never known to.